4, 3, 2, 1, 0. You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Mr. Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. And now, without further ado, here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear, and that's according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 3, Episode Number 14. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Not much, Tommy. Glad to be back in the studio to present another piece of gold. Yes, it says, actually, the script says, ready to deliver yet. (laughs) (laughs) Another great episode of this podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, Adam. Right. RSS Podcast, CastBox, Mm -hmm. Himalaya, Owl Trail, Mm -hmm. and many of your other favorite DSPs. I have it available on something called... (coughs) Play a pod. No shit. Yeah, it's another mm. one we can add to the list if you that's, wish. That's actually excellent, Adam. And behind the control board is none other, Adam, than the mighty Godzilla. Oh, he was up. He was a little desperate there to get on. <laughs> I had to soundproof uh, that booth of his in there a little bit more. That jumping around and that anxiety he gets in there has all. You my soundproofed st- the booth, but it sounded like his sound was a little bit more resonant, a little bit more full. Uh-huh. So, so maybe. You know, you studio-fied his booth as well. Well, Adam, it was after last night's storms, by the way. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was some damage in there. I don't know. Fortified by some downed trees <laughs> supplying extra. And speaking of downed trees, did you see any downed trees on your way down here? No, I haven't. No. So wasn't that bad, huh? Mm-mm. <laughs> Not bad at all? I know yesterday uh, around, I want to say about 8 about eight fifteen around there, they would get it got last re- evening. Yeah, yeah, last evening it got oh. really really dark mm-hmm. for those actually trying to figure out what you're listening to. So we're a Wichita, Kansas based podcast. So uh, we're in the south central part of the. Uh, That's what they say of the state. Yes, yes, yes. straight out of south central Kansas, <laughs> <laughs> and Kansas would be Kansas. You know, people pay a lot of attention to the weather. Yeah, I do not. No, I had no idea that there was anything in the forecast, but my mother-in-law was talking to me and she said she had relatives in Tijuana, Mexico calling to say, hey, you in Wichita are on our news saying oh, wow. you are going to have inclement weather. Please take cover. Be careful. Tijuana's what about? I had no clue. About 1,500 miles from here? At least. Wow. Who pays that much attention to the weather? Well, who pays attention to the weather up here from Tijuana when they're dodging bullets down there left and right? Oh, I- uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> there's there's a shower of bullets left and right. I guess it's better. Uh, they want to <laughs> think of something a little bit yeah, more peaceful. Like, positive, positive. Well, if we could do- dodge some hailstones, that would be nice. <laughs> For a change, Adam. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's what I would have told Elvia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you don't pay attention to the weather one bit. Not a bit. If we're in that transition period between cold and warm, and you get those days where it could be one or the other, I'll give a glance only to the number. I just want to know what is my predicted temperature for the day. It's and, I, your, and I roll the dice on that. It's your years living out here in the Midwest. You've become extremely immune to it. Mm. That's what it has to be. Yes. My immunities I, are all on tap. I've all been, of my immunities. I've lived here. I started, the first time I lived here was in the 1990s, early 90s. I was here for that horrible Andover mm. tornado. Mm. It was 1990. Then they get hit again last night. Have you seen a 19, funnel cloud with yes, your eyes? Yes, I have. Actually, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this or not. You could probably ask Lisa. Mm-hmm. A little bit later on today, but uh, we lived up the street from where your in-laws lived. Was that on base housing uh, at the time? No, we were. It was almost base housing because everybody was in those apartments was oh, oh, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, base. Yeah, That's sure. before it turned into Section Eight and all that other, right. you know. And it went to fucking shit. Right. All that area there. Uh, one, I was here in October of ninety, and one of my coworkers uh, said, "Well, come springtime, we'll get tornadoes and whatnot." And and in my ignorance. I was, what, 20-something years old. I said, uh, tornadoes, as in like the Wizard of Oz tornadoes? And I said, yeah, where do you think they got that from? Mm-hmm. And I said, you've got to be shitting me. He says, no, dude, it's we, we get tornadoes here. And I said, I have... You thought that was a, a made-up piece of cinema? I guess so. It was, you know... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said, okay, you know. But then he said, oh, you'll be lucky if you see one in the news. Sure. Fast forward to March, April, here comes this first storm, dude. And it was the one that, again, it was the Andover storm. And we were living in those apartments in front of where I used to work at. So we had to cross the street and go down into the gun range to, uh, mm. to that's where, where our community kind of wow. uh, okay. tornado shelter was. And me, in my curiosity, I had never seen a tornado. So what am I doing? I'm with this six foot five Marine. Him and, and me were outside on that, I want to say, yes, the, that west side of the building. Mm-hmm. The funnel clouds were like above where Boeing used to be, where now Spirit is now. Sure, sure, sure. So you could see those suckers come down, and I could tell you right now. You know what I was worried about? Hmm. A brand new Corolla that I just bought. Oh no! <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't venture too close uh, to you, right? No, it it seemed weird because you know the funnel clouds as they come down and they come back up, they look like a like a pigtail just swirling around. Mm-hmm. They would go down and up and down and up. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. I said, what the hell is this? And all of a sudden, there's a bunch of debris out in the Boeing area. Oh, that got hit. Yes. And then the tornado kind of like formed up where the Air National Guard is. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just took off, dude. It was like, whoa. Damn. About a month later, there was another storm. I was at the inside the gun range. I said, I have no uh, desire whatsoever to see one of these things again, especially after coming home that evening and seeing the kind of damage that thing did Mm -hmm. as it tore across that south central part of of Kansas. See, I'm like you in that first incident where you're out there ogling. You want to see this power, this thing. I don't want to see no more. uh, That's what I try to do. Every time the sirens are going off, I peek around. I say, where is it? I want to see it. 
I've never seen one with my own eyes. And you've lived here all your life. Well, except for my military your time army and all that time, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've never seen one. Yeah, but we used to live, you know, up the street from your in-laws, yeah. man. Yeah. Lisa would take care of Monica, dude. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. know that, don't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So that's where we know the... Remember uh, these stories? Yes. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> where we were graced with the presence of with them around. And by the way, when I say graces, we're graced by Elvia. <laughs> <laughs> She graces everybody. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Julian had did his own, his own special kind of gracing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the Elvia style, though. He's entertaining. His is more memorable. Entertaining, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my tornado story, dude, yeah. That's good. Maybe one day I'll have a tornado you story. Know, I, well, hopefully I won't be close to where you're at, dude, because that way, you know. Because I, I, I don't <laughs> want to... You don't want no, part I, of the story? I don't want to see them no more. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you see it? Did the, you see his material that he put out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Adam, you're catching up yeah. to the... You're, you're, I had to process that for a second. I mean, if he's talking about the one, I saw one, I had to try to interpret it. It was like an interview of one artist. Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. He's happy you understood him, man. <laughs> That's all he's having about right now. Don't, don't encourage him, Adam. <laughs> but it was an interview of... Help me with her name. Some was it Becky? It was Carol G. Yeah, Carol. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay Carol G. Mm-hmm. And she was talking. Oh, right, right. Well, shit, Adam. Just keep going. Then, if you were translating for Gosilo, go for it. Yeah, because I saw this and I saw it recently. I, yes, you said it was Carol G. It was Carol G. Was yeah. one who's being interviewed, and she was. Some sort of an artist of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. a singer? Is that what it is that what she is? Yeah, of course. Perform- we did, didn't uh, we get I, to see her on the third birthday? Probably. But she's she... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. She does have a friend. And she's talking about her friend. And who's her uh, yes, that's she's that's talking, right. Yes, that's she's what talking I about to get her to. friendship that she has with Mia Khalifa. <laughs> Yeah. Adam, will we be expecting a video? I don't from Godzilla <laughs> pretty soon on that. I, I'm not that familiar with Carol G's work. However, <laughs> Mia Khalifa, <laughs> I've I've seen a few, I've seen a few uh, uh, snippets of her of her uh, Adam, of what she has to offer. Adam, do tell. I don't know anything about this Mar- this Marvel team up. Well, usually she's in some sort of an exchange with someone. <laughs> And they hang out and they enjoy time together. Oh. And, she, and she's very studious looking. She's usually wearing her glasses. Did you see this on OnlyFans? Remember you explained OnlyFans to me <laughs> last week? You, well, yeah, yes. If you're truly a fan of somebody uh, and you want to be one of their OnlyFans. Oh, are you on her OnlyFans? No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm just checking. <laughs> but yes, I did see that. Oh, wow. So it's what Carol did you think G. About that? And, and when I saw it, the first thing that I saw was uh, the, the picture of that. Young lady you just described there, she's all studious. Yes, yes. But she was in Lingery, by the way, I believe, if I remember correctly. And I said, oh, wow. It's, uh, I wonder who this is. And all of a sudden, it's an interview with- That's one of her more extravagant clothing options. Usually, not a lot. <laughs> a little less. <laughs> okay. A little less, actually. So again, it's the, the explanation you gave me of OnlyFans last week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less, less. So I immediately saw the, uh, the Carol G interview. Uh, on Instagram or something, I don't know. And uh, she said, Mia Khalifa said, oh. And then, of course, here comes Bocilo, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's not. It's not grandpa. It's, it's, it's Godzilla. It's Godzilla. It's not me. It's your babysitter, Godzilla. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. He said, "Don't act crazy. We know what's going." On. <laughs> oh. All right, all right. Adam and me are having a conversation here. Go see. Anyway, he popped in, and then all of a sudden, she says something about Angus and Mia. <laughs> What does that mean? What? I don't know. What does that mean? I have no idea. The next frame was Gosilo Googling. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What'd you find out? <laughs> what, what'd you find out, Gosilo? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and you, do you have any idea when it's going to come out of Gosilo? Oh, okay. Oh, not, not soon enough. <laughs> so they're going to have a friendship video? Yeah, I told you already. It's like a Marvel team-up. Oh, <laughs> It's like Spider-Man and Daredevil. I might be interested in one of those videos. <laughs> it might come out on Disney+. Plus. You never know. Oh, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I don't think that's a preferred platform for that content. You don't think so? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, I really didn't know who Mia Khalifa was. Oh, you didn't? No. <laughs> she slides in. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Godzilla. She slides into a lot of uh, NFL players' DMs. Oh my god! Yeah, she slides. <laughs> the, that's baseball, Adam. Oh well. <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, uh, I, I thought it was a pretty good video. I thought it was pretty funny. So yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's like Godzilla has the it, uh, the Carol G radar, Adam. I don't know what it is, but yeah. It was more of a. Right. <laughs> oh, he's in touch, Adam. I think, yeah, I, right. I think he's changing up his content a little bit because he had the thumbnail, you know, before you clicked on the video and you had this lovely fetching uh, woman on there. And then the content of the video was just an interview with the counterpart, the, oh. the, the friend. And it kind of left you like, oh, oh. Hey, that's that's true, Adam. Is, that he said, "Get with the program, dummy." That's clickbait. That is that is an interesting. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. His his uh, videos are kind of uh, evolving. Man, the, I was a little pissed because I wasn't involved in the production of this. It was like, what the hell is Godzilla doing? <laughs> I thought I was his manager still. You know, <laughs> that was an agreement that we had reached uh, uh, this year, Adam. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah. I, 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 Godzilla, I know there's no contract signed, but still, you you do live in that to go up Promotion Studios one, and you want the right to uh, to approve that's, of the content. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so so okay, so we're there. Good deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Right. That was happened this week. That was Adam. pretty good. It was a good. It was a good tease for the upcoming mm-hmm. yeah. whatever the new content is going to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, Godzilla. Thank you very much. Yeah. So Adam, what else was going on, man? This week, nothing else. Man, other than these crazy storms that people were going nuts about, I don't know. Yeah, no shit, man. It's a miracle you almost didn't see one last night. <laughs> it is right up the street at Andover. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, though. You know, you go up and you look, you crane your neck, you look up, right. and you see a lot of movement, and these clouds are moving. Yeah, and, and half like, of Ooh, something's going to happen. And half of the subdivision away from their homes, Adam, versus being in the basement as per yeah, the yeah, yeah. severe weather alerts. The sirens mean take cover, right? Yes, get it's your dumb... Not, not get expose your, yourself. Yes, get your dumb asses into the... Uh, <laughs> 
the phone's going off. The uh, the emergency alerts are going off. The wife is going off. The <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that is the sequence of things. It's almost a, a normal day, except for the you know just an emergency weather alert. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing else going on there, right? No, not for me. All right, man. Let's go ahead and start this mother up. Let's go. All right, Adam. Today is April the 30th, uh, 2020. Yeah, it is. Mm. You know who this is, right? Tommy? Yeah, that's back, Adam. He's got a devil's haircut. He got the devil's haircut going on, man. And that's very appropriate, Adam, because today is National Hairstylist Appreciation Day, Adam. Mm. What do you think about that, my I friend? I think that would be very good for someone who had need of a hairstylist. <laughs> I, my my hairstylist uh, days are way behind me. Did you used to hairstyle your hmm. your cuero cabejudo? I went to a barber shop as a youth, like a real barber shop. Oh, and the, it was like uh, the, cr- the crusty old dudes. It was hair. the barber shop. He no 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 There's not no, that he, kind. It had the, had the pole. And then, you know, the red, white, and and blue stripes, you know? Oh, like the kind of guys, what's that white boy doing sitting down on, <laughs> on that chair? But I went in there. And that I, kind I, of barbershop, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I, I didn't get all of their, all of their services. Oh. I just got like a basic trim. Oh, okay. And no... Uh, no uh, shit talking. <laughs> Not a lot of that. Did you use a stylist ever? I did, Adam. I did. I at one time I had the. Uh, did you get a blowout? I did. I got not a blow. Not a blowout. No. I, I had a uh, what is it? One of those uh, pushbacks. I think is what it was called. The pushbacks. One, yeah, the ones that uh, John Travolta had for Saturday Night Fever. Adam. Pushbacks. Yeah, you would. Called? Yeah, you. I think that's what it was. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. I don't know. But I had that. I I looked actually very. Hey, stay off the hair. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I looked yeah. very uh, suave and devonier, Adam, because you know with my hairstyle you know the way it was cut and all that and those big ass plastic glasses on my face i was a chick magnet so you'll be dressed up going out for a saturday night and you'd be you'd have your big pull of pasta and you'd put that big <laughs> apron around your neck so you wouldn't get it all over your yes. going out clothes yes adam you yes. do remember the saturday night fever <laughs> yeah yeah i do for some reason though that movie didn't like puerto ricans I just, oh really yes i think that was the uh oh. the ethnic group of contention there oh. against the italians against the in that tale oh. yes we've discussed actually that movie was it we discussed or was it i discussed by myself adam mm-hmm now that I say that, I'm a little worried because May has come along. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be a year that you and I have not been to a show together, Adam. That is true. So, yeah, we got to fix that and we got to fix that fast. But we have to have something on the calendar coming I up hope shortly. So, yes. But today is a National Hairstylist Appreciation Day. And that's according to the National Day calendar, Adam. So, it's a, yeah, it's a year on April 30th. Honors the dudes and the dudettes. Mm-hmm. That groom our hair and make us look good yeah. for the uh, opposing sex. So <laughs> opposing, yes, <laughs> definitely opponents. Yes. <laughs> right. And if you don't uh, like opposing sex, well, you know whatever you whatever it is you like. Sure. So that's important. You have to look good, Adam, so you could feel good on the inside. I think that's the whole deal. Right. I could tell you that uh, once I started dating a Wilda, it was over. Your personal grooming? Uh, not my personal grooming. I'm going to a hairstylist because that will does a trained uh, hairdresser. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So she has her choice to give you whatever quaff she wants. Yeah. Whatever type of hairdo, whatever cut she wants. If she wants you to part it a different way, if she wants you to leave it long, 
look a little raggedy, look a little grungy. Uh, actually, Adam, yeah. for the majority of the years that I willed to cut my hair, she was uh, cutting it according to Army regulations. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the high and tight, but uh, what, is, what is it called? Uh, tapered something something, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Tonight I will be having a horrible flashback and dreams of when I lost my hair out. But you had a time in your life where you had the long locks. I did, I did, I did. And I believe it yeah. was you had the long locks when you actually graced the stage with uh, Gene Simmons. I've seen Correct? A, I've seen a million faces at him. And, and I've rocked, rocked them all. all. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you are absolutely correct, Adam. Okay. I was... Uh, Part of that spectacle of did she offer what you, you this? That? Did she offer you this haircut that you and had? I, I believe, Adam, the one you're talking about is this one right here. Oh, you're pulling up a photo so. right there on your device. Okay, here we go. Count it up. Oh, yeah, you you just ran your fingers through the hair right there. Uh oh, yes, Adam, that air, was air guitar is happening. <laughs> How come they're not getting you in the video? Oh, there you oh. are. <laughs> How come nobody else is around the microphone? It's just you. I, I kicked them out by the name. <laughs> it was my karate moves. <laughs> wow. Yes, there I am, Adam. Yes, that's <laughs> and right. And I keep moving my uh, my uh, fingers through my hair, Adam. That's right. It was it was a great day. That is that is one of your highlights. Of yes, your captured life. captured in video, Adam. For all, you're never gonna lose that. <laughs> How dare those two guys try to get <laughs> yes, out of the microphone? Yes, and then I immediately got him out the way. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're out of here. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you mentioned that, Adam. Right. So <laughs> I did have my hair at the time. Yes, I did. And, and she gave you that? She would trim you or she would uh, allow that yes. long, luscious look? Yes, yes, yes. She did allow that. I, she, I think what they call it is the rebellious phase once you leave the army. People grow beards and... Yeah, yeah. Right. Do all these things. I said, well, you know, I'm not bald. Let me grow my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Yes. And I had, it was pretty, they were pretty long. Yeah. But I, I didn't have uh, that for long. <laughs> Just a, uh, mm. I think it was a few years, if that. I don't even think it was well, a few years. Considerable amount of time. Actually. And until we had to go on a cruise and celebrate a family thing, <laughs> my wife and said, you, and you couldn't have the long hair for the cruise? My wife said, your hair is gone. What? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Did they That's, have the same regulations on the cruise yeah, as, the, it, as the military did? I ha, it was it was a stronger regulation, Adam. Than, what? Than, yes, it was a Wilda's regulation. Oh it was like, no! It was it was it was over. It was just yes. It was no more time for the. Uh, Let me, let me translate what Godzilla said right there. Do you have to? He said, uh, when your hair was removed, your testicles were also <laughs> removed as well. That's what Godzilla's saying out of him. There's no proof of that. <laughs> I could translate that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, that was the uh, that was the end of it. That was the end of she was she was she was mad because she said I wouldn't take care of it. I didn't put products, Adam, in it. Kind of you know things that help you out with. Like the moves and the uh, sure. this and the other. So this is going to be a big day for you because it's a celebration of your hairstylist. And your yeah, hairstylist yeah. is in your house. Is the big boss, yeah. It's yeah. right here. And, and you know, and Adam. Ha that has to be celebrated. She may be coming into Dr. Co-op Promotion Studios 1 here in a little bit because we're on our way to Dallas in a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> today, yes. Again? Today, yeah. No, no, we are going oh, yeah. today. We oh, didn't, that's we didn't right. leave the last time, yeah. That's right. So if you see her coming through, this podcast may end up abruptly. If you hear... Ee! 
We're going to limit it <laughs> yes. to uh, two hours and 45 <laughs> yes, minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hairstylist date. So uh, yes. so you just went to the barber shop and that was it. Barber shop. I don't know. Are they considered stylists? Uh, it could be. I don't know. I know a Wilda went, went to back uh, in the, uh, a beauty academy, Adam, is what they were called. Back in the 80s or 90s, I had a... A feathering happening. What is that? You know the feathering? No, I don't. Or you'd you'd part your hair and then it okay. would you'd feather it back. It would be it would have a little bit of length to it, oh. a bit of a, a bit of luster, and you'd feather it back oh. and it would kind of layer back and kind of sit on itself like like like, like feathers would like you know? Polly Walnuts from uh, the Sopranos. That might be a straight pullback, like you said, <laughs> or whatever that is. <laughs> but yeah, a, a feathering. That's the most style I've ever had. Wow. That was my mullet. That's when you conquered the wonderful and beautiful Lisa Tate, Adam. While yeah. she was Lisa Moreno. Yeah. <laughs> was, was it your hairstyle, Adam? <laughs> that had to be what it was. The beauty of my <laughs> luxurious locks. <laughs> She looked at you and said, oh, he's so dreamy. She was, she was on the fence about going out. And then I, I did that thing where I whipped my hair around. And I said, are you sure, baby? <laughs> was it like in the Fabio commercials? Yeah, that's the, that's the way it was. Remember those Fabio commercials? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, quite similar. He might have got that off me, actually. <coughs> we might have to look up where is he now? Where's Fabio? <laughs> I'm sure he's still gorgeous. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was like, oh man, how, how many times have we said, but yeah, but <laughs> we completely screwed this up today. <laughs> its hair is so important though, Adam. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, to me it is. It to is me not. It is, yes. I, you know, I knocked it is all. Of, it is of zero consequence. I knocked all of mine off back in uh, January. I mean, it was gone. I went full bald. That should be used. You're making your statement saying hair is not important. It doesn't mm. define who I am. Look, I will take it and I will shave it all off and I will look at it on the ground and I will step on it. Oh. Right? Actually, you're making my, a statement. My head was freezing at him. <laughs> oh, you did in the wintertime? It, it was January. <laughs> it wasn't a smart move. That's a bad move. It wasn't a smart move on my part. I was, you should be shaving right now. I told you this. I think it was like the wind. You know how windy it is here in Kansas. Mm. It, the wind would cut through that knit cap. It's like, how can they do it? <laughs> Oh, you even had the knit cap on. Oh, I had everything on. I had knit cap, I had fleece cap, everything. And still, my head was freezing. No, but now it's, I've been actually on the 9th, on the 9th of May, will be four months, Adam, mm -hmm. that I uh, cut off all my hair. Okay. So, and I it's have not. It's mirror now. And I have not had my, my favorite hairstylist of all time cut it. She's threatened already saying, if you don't put anything in it, <laughs> so you don't, it what will you're be saying, gone. What you're saying is, you don't have to appreciate your hairstylist because you haven't had need of a hairstylist. Is that what no, you're saying? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. So, yeah. so you're not going to observe appreciation, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, I have, I have to. I have to go to the altar of a Wilda every single day. What do you oh, think? Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> don't be acting crazy. I know you go to an altar as you. <laughs> Adam, so let me ask you, Adam, how will you celebrate? Well, the how I always, hairstylist appreciation day. How I always handle. Oh, all of my oh. my hair duties, I will. You're kidding me. <laughs> I will go through all of my uh, mailings that I've received recently. Oh, I will look for a Great Clips coupon. Oh, and I will go and I will get the available person who who is, is next up because I don't have a particular hair. Will it be today? Will it be today? Adam? And, and I will say, hey. Would you mind knocking off about three quarters of an inch of this stuff hanging off the back? Just the back. 
and nothing off the top, actually. And I want to let you know that I appreciate you. And let's take a photo in the mirror while I'm wearing the smock. And I'll say, hashtag hairstylist appreciation. No day. way. I don't believe you, Adam. Adam. Just so you'll know, it was about other like 14 or 15 national days today, but I just picked this one for some reason. Oh, and you know what also was today? No. National preparedness day, Adam. Oh, for, good. To be prepared for like storms and shit like that. <laughs> we needed that yesterday. I know. <laughs> This Allow me to introduce mm. myself. She's gonna introduce herself. Nice. I'm Mackenzie and I really like to sing. Oh, that's very cool. Mm. This is like a Lisa Loeb. Songs and music. Is this Lisa Loeb? Really, really Her name's Mackenzie. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> like, just like the song. <laughs> Mackenzie Johnson, and she's singing about Oh, Ellen, because she's in love with old Ellen oh, DeGeneres. Wow, no kidding. Anyway, Adam, today in history. Yes. Is brought to you by the pages of history.com and on this day.com, Adam. Okay. And while I was uh, researching, Adam, there were some really good things that happened uh, this week in history, Adam. Uh, first of all, Hitler committed suicide and Mussolini was killed. Same day? This Yes. And no, they were like a couple of days apart in 1945. Oh. I was going to go with that, Adam. But, wow. Uh, you know, I just, so I decided just to go with this story instead, Adam. Okay. <laughs> okay. In 1997, Adam, April the 30th, right. 1997, okay. in a widely publicized episode of the ABC sitcom Ellen, TV character Ellen Morgan, played by none other than our heroine, Ellen DeGeneres, mm -hmm. announced that the character was gay. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. That was huge. That was our, I, it was, it was, that was our first out main TV character. Are right? you sure? Yeah, I think so. Let me, I, I hope to read on here and I mean, find that to be true. There have been plenty of gays on TV, but I don't yeah. know if they were actually like out. You well, know? yeah. Like, you hey, know. I'm telling you, you person in yeah. my show, I am a gay person. Yes. Oh, so, yeah, like Paul Lind and Liberace and <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were no, they were not gay at them. They were uh, exotic. They were, That's what it was. They were that too. Yes. DeGeneres, a former stand up comedian who was born. Uh, in the 1950s, became part of an ensemble cast of the ABC series These Friends of Mine in 1994. She soon emerged as the undisputed star of the show, which landed in the top 20 best-rated programs in that season. Wow. Uh, she would return in 1995 after it was renamed Ellen, man. she oh, was so, the same show. She was so good, they renamed the... Uh, wow. Oh, Okay. Uh, with her sitcom success, DeGeneres seemed to be following in the footsteps of stand-up comics such as Tim Allen and Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Like them, DeGeneres soon published a best-selling memoir, My Point, and I do have one. I imagine the ratings for that show, the one where she came out, and subsequently, the ratings had to probably, what, double, triple? What they were performing at before that? Uh, let's let's because it was a big uh, news story. It got a lot of attention. Yeah, let's let's uh, read on here. In the fall of 1996, word leaked out that the character of Ellen Morgan, the, you know, the bookstore manager, was going to be uh, coming out as a gay character. She would go on these uh, on these interviews and she would say things like, uh, "The character is going to be Lebanese." <laughs> <laughs> so, wow! Yeah, I know that's a good trick. <laughs> okay. Then uh, a week before the episode air, DeGeneres made a well-publicized coming out of her own Adam, mm. appearing on the cover of Time magazine under the headline "Yep, 
I'm gay. Wow. And this is 19, what did I say? 1997. An interview with uh, Diane Sawyer uh, on ABC's 2020 ran in, on April 25 during the all important sweeps week for the network. So oh, yeah, well so she was uh, plugging another uh, show on the network. So I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, hey, right? Smart way to do it. Yeah, an estimated forty-two million viewers. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watched the April thirtieth a special hour-long episode, which featured cameo appearances by Laura Dern as a woman Ellen falls for, oh. and Oprah Winfrey as a therapist. For oh. that show. However, Adam, it failed to hold audiences. Oh. And by the end of 1997, the show was canceled due the same, that to same low, year. Yes, the same year. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, no big deal because she went on to be uh, on a couple of blockbuster movies like Finding Nemo, Adam. That was a big deal. I remember that movie. I saw that movie, actually. Now, it makes me wonder if the show prior to the coming out episode if the show itself was starting to like circle the drain a little bit and then we hit the sweeps week and then she comes in and says hey i got an idea because i'm this way already let's make the character this way it'll be an advancement for lesbianism or whatever uh lebanese madam <laughs> <laughs> And I'll put that on primetime TV. LGBTQ, we'll yeah. Get, we'll get a lot of interviews. We'll get a lot of press. They got big viewership, but apparently uh, couldn't couldn't hold it for the rest of the year. Oh, uh, well, that season. could be. That's a that's a good speculation on your part, there, Adam. I yeah. I I feel it. Yes, because you never know what's uh, from uh, coming out of Hollywood. You just don't know what goes in these gigantic corporate but can, offices that but they make these plans. As we sit here today, can you imagine it being such a big deal? Oh, yeah. Like it was at the time. It was yeah. such a huge deal. Yeah. So, like yeah. today, it would be nothing. Yeah. It says here in September uh, 2003, she launched the syndicated talk show, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, which won four daytime Emmys in its first season, Adam. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's also served on, as host to different award shows and this and the other. I think that Ellen show is a fantastic show. I watch it every once in you a like while. You like the Ellen show? Yeah, when I was retired that whole year, you know, when I got out the Army, I watched a lot of that. You know, th- when the uh, shutdown happened and all the disease was spreading, no, right? The, the COVID, yes. Yeah. A lot of her staff on her show got a little lippy. And said, "Hey, oh, she yeah, is, yeah, she yeah, I remember a, that. She is a bitch on wheels. To I work remember for. that. No, like yeah, she is su- like super mean, super yeah. So she got a lot of heat for uh, not being nice to her staff and stuff like that. Well, life is a bitch. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's in her was it her final year of doing uh, the Ellen Show. I think. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's she's ending after this year. I think. I like the uh, show that people go down that tube." At the end, and they get all slimed or whatever it is, foamed or oh, the Nickelodeon show? No, no, it's another. It's an adult show. It's on. I think it's on. Is it on NBC? Anyway, it's uh, it's oh. like a game show. Oh, oh, game show. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I thought it was. I, I my wife uh, and I watched Wipeout? it. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know what it was. I really don't know what the title was. I know it was Ellen was on there. It was pretty funny, and oh. she, you know, the contestants were really excited to be there. Oh, if they answered the wrong. Answer. Then yeah. they got slimed. Yeah, no, well, they got like a button. Like they got buttoned. Boom. They would, she would press this button and they would come down to shoot. And it was like super fast as oh, they come. No. But you never got to see that? <laughs> I don't think oh, so. Oh, wow. It was a pretty good show. So, yeah. Uh-uh. Ellen coming out in 1997, man. That's man. our piece of history. Isn't that something? That is a really big deal. What do we got here? Oh, 
Yes. Look at Lupe, not so way. Me and him and What they call it? Their snooker. Loopy. Oh. The matchroom mob. Oh. Snooker. Loopy. Snooker Loopy. Okay, here we go. Today in sports history, Adam. Brought to you from the pages of history.com and on this day.com slash sports, Adam. Mm-hmm. Matchroom mob is what Gosilo says was here. That's the people who were singing that song. Mm-hmm. And Adam in 1722. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> April 30th, 1720. 1722 would be like jousting. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> that would be the sport of the day there. Um, or getting hit by mallets. I don't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Maybe that's where that whack a mole came from back in the 1700s. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, the game of billiards, Adam, mm-hmm. is mentioned in the New England Courant. The earliest recorded playing of the recognizable form of billiards was in the 1340s in France. Wow. So uh, evidently, pool itself was coming out. And by the way, the New England Courant, I believe, was like the leading paper. It was before, like, the, say, the, the Boston Globe and all these other big papers that were up there. And they actually made a mention of this. They were the early influencers, Adam, those kind of newspapers that people would read. I had no idea that billiards went back so far. They played as an outdoor lawn game similar to croquet. Oh, would you would you roll the balls or something? It says here that's what it was first played as, and then it eventually moved indoors and onto a wooden table with a green cloth Mm -hmm. to resemble grass. Yeah. Also, that's where the green part of the uh, sure. Oh, felted. Do you ever have a pool table yourself? No. Yeah, I have. I had. You know, one of these uh, things that you'd get, you know, it was the size of like your uh, Monopoly game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you'd, you'd slide it out of the cardboard box and you'd had like a little spring loaded thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you had the tiny yeah, little you, marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. my billiard set. <laughs> <clears throat> and didn't take up a lot of space, Adam. That's what I'm no. talking about. Yeah. As a sport, Adam. Yes. Q sports is what their name is, the category they fall under. Also known as billiard sports are a wide variety of a game of skill played with a cue stick, which is used to strike billiard balls yeah, and thereby cause them to move around in the cloth covered billiards table bounded by elastic bumpers known as cushions, Adam. Cushions. See, I'm there's not... a whole thing behind it. You know, I mean, I never even thought about that. Nine ball, eight ball. I got it. But snooker. And uh, all these other little variations where you have like uh, all these red balls and you got to clear all these different, I have no idea what's going on. And the snooker table is bigger than an actual billiard table. It's like, yeah, and feet wise, yeah, I think it's nine feet long. Yeah, they had all these measurements here. I'm not going to go through all that boring stuff. I guess pool, uh, it was a bar entertainment kind of thing for me. I didn't know later on in life that it was an actual sport itself. Where, and they say when this is a game of skill, absolutely. You know, you have to know Definitely. angles and math. And you got to put know. a little English on it. Well, yes, you have to be able to strike your balls at them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no, no. Gosilo. It's not stroke, Gosilo. It's strike. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh, the billiards category, Adam, uh, encompasses pool, snooker, and karoom. 
Whoa, as has yeah 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 and it's part of the world games adam since 20 2001 i would think i've seen like jarts what's that <laughs> <laughs> we remember, may, you remember we, when we I may was, have to we may have to dabble into that when i was a kid okay uh my grandparents had this game called Jarts. You're shitting me for and real. You had, you had I this, thought you just made that up. No, no, no. You had this plastic ring. Okay. And it was probably a, a diameter of two feet. Okay. You'd throw it on the lawn <laughs> at one side, and you'd have another one on the other side of the lawn. Okay. And you'd have opposing people. And you'd take this weighted, tipped, you know, like an arrow, like you'd throw it in like a billiard hall, when they have like the yeah, dark, the dark like on the wall, yeah. But this was a large, heavy arrow that had a weighted tip and a point and you'd sling it up into the air and you'd arc it and you'd try to get it to hit down into the circle mm. but they were outlawed because people kept you know <laughs> poking their eyes and their their feet and they were puncturing their bodies Adam. with these weighted darts coming down at this angle and all the speed yeah if there was alcohol involved i would say yes i was a child <laughs> Famous enthusiast, Adam, of the sport. Mm -hmm. You're going to love this. I'll say Minnesota Faps. <laughs> Check this out. Oh, no. He was a billiard player, though. Yeah, he was. These are celebrities, Adam, that actually enjoyed the Tom sports. Cruise. Okay, oh, check it out, check it out, check it out, check oh, it out. Okay, all right. Let me see, let me see. Is he on there? Let me see, is he, he on there? He was in there? The Color of Money. Maybe he just learned Paul it for Newman. the part. Paul Newman, Tom Okay, Cruise. hold up. So let me let me read them to you real quick. Right. Mozart, Adam. Who? Mozart. Mozart? Yes. Well, how, did you, how do you say that? Mozart? Mozart? Yes. Oh, excuse you uh, Louis the uh, X1V. <laughs> Louis the 14th. Actually. 14th, okay. Uh, Marie Antoinette, uh, mm. before they were killed. Sure. Napoleon, Adam. Napoleon Bonaparte. Did he have a little booster thing so he could get yeah. up onto the table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be good for a cartoon. <laughs> Pool playing Napoleon. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Adam. Really? Mark Twain, yeah. George Washington. Charles Dickens, the author, Adam. Mm. George Armstrong, Custard, Adam. Kind of an elite game, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. W.C. Fields. Okay. True. Babe Ruth's Bob Hope and Adam. Mm. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason, of course. Isn't that cool? He played Minnesota Facts in a movie. Oh, he did? Oh, well, there yeah. you go. That's your, that's your answer. That's right. Today, it's today, it's today, it's today. Adam, yeah. Did I play the right? <laughs> Didn't I change that? <laughs> it sounds like this is the segment that we're here for. Okay, rock go history. Ahead, it up. Let's go. The inevitable question: yeah, I mean, Are they ever going to get back together? Yeah. Mm. I mean, first of all, is there any possibility? But secondly, much more important, yeah. do you think that it's a good idea? Well, that's a, that's another point altogether. Right. Whether it'd be a good idea or not, Adam, is that uh, Mr. John Lennon? It's strange because it is John Lennon asking me. I say no. Never. What the hell? Go back. No, not me. Oh, wow. They're speaking about the Beatles reunion, Adam. And the possibilities of such, yes. Isn't something? And he sounded like he was a bit open to it if the other lads were good for it as well. Oh, as the interview continues. Yeah. Oh, wow. 19, what was that interview? What, 19 something? 75, I believe. Anyway, check this out. In 1976, and this piece of... Rock History is brought to you from the pages of history.com, todayinmusic.com, mm -hmm. songfacts.com, Adam, mm -hmm. 
and classicbands.com. Got it. Okay. April the 30th, 1976. With rumors of the Beatles reunion swirling, mm. Saturday Night Live executive producer, Mr. Lorne Michaels, mm-hmm. goes on camera to offer the guys $3,000 union scale. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of an offer. <laughs> to reunite on the show, Adam. Paul McCartney and John Lennon are watching at Lennon's New York City apartment and consider showing up on a lark. Oh, that would have been great. But pass up the opportunity. Was George Harrison on the show around this time? I think so. Him and Ringo were on the show. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, they were. Man. <laughs> so that, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't I mean, happen. If, so if, if there's no offers yeah, out there, if there's, if, if, that if, offer's the yeah. best. So it's like <laughs> 3000 bucks, and we can't go over this because if not, the union will shut us down. In 1976, was that like one of the, the first year or the second year of Saturday Night it's Live? It's probably, yeah. They were just probably starting <laughs> so off. So they weren't yeah. even a big, huge deal. Yet. Yeah. yeah it's, you're, you're Lauren Michaels and you say, oh, I'm a, chi- I'm a cheapie maybe and I'm just going to use this as an excuse. This is what I have to offer? Yes, yes. Here you go. We have a stage. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept you if you want to come and read. It, I thought it would have been very cool. When I was a kid still, the Beatles was still a very hot thing on the radio and all that. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to records. I think I've told you this with my cousin Nelly. And I always thought the Beatles were around until later as an adult. I found out that they had split up, you know, in the late 1960s. I said, yeah. oh, wow, I didn't know that. You know, I, so honestly, you I was a kid too. Well, I was a, yeah, I was a kid too. I don't understand any of this, you know, uh, human interaction dynamic. Oh. As an adult, I'm, well, maybe as a teen, I'm thinking, why the fuck did these guys break up? You're going to fuck up a great thing. You know, and then you see and the then, shit. Then, then you, you see heard, the yeah. Then you see the shit that we just saw the other day. And what was it on uh, Netflix or whatever the hell it was? And then you heard Yoko sing. Oh, of course. <laughs> that was like I got it. She's I, hanging around yes, again. I got oh, it. I got it. I get her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's the reason why we just we just witnessed it as we watched that I damn uh, that damn that documentary. documentary. So we, what the hell is like? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. The build-up is so great. No, I love it. You ready? Let's go. Familiar with this song, Tony? Uh, yeah, that is uh, the Battle of Evermore. You already, you've already heard the title. <laughs> it's Hot Dog. <laughs> Adam, before we start, you know the deal. Led Zeppelin be baby. Of course I will. Well, yes, that is Hot Dog off of uh, In Through the Outdoor. Uh, The touring life in the mid-70s for the preeminent hard rock band was understandably hectic. Due to their massive fame, Led Zeppelin had to sequester themselves in their hotel rooms every night after concerts to avoid being swarmed by mobs of adoring fans. Bandmates had to find creative ways to entertain themselves. And most of those ideas involved hardcore partying and sex with groupies. 
Zip fans, having experience during previous tours, would what, have... What a hard life. Adam. Yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> would have prior knowledge of the location of the band's hotel lodgings. Uh, now, but, who, now, who would get the, uh, the, no, the, the notifications well, that they well, were... Well, Zep fans kind of knew, okay, they're in town, they stay at this hotel, oh. so we would go and hang out at this hotel. A large collection of hopeful young lasses would congregate, hopefully, hoping to maybe catch a glimpse of their idols, or maybe a little more. One night during their American tour, the date and location of the incident have not been confirmed, John Bonham and Jimmy Page devised a plan to escape their boredom. Bonzo took on the uniform of the hotel waitstaff and acquired one of their rolling carts. Jimmy Page was enlisted as the passenger, and Bonham served his guitarist and captain of the band to unsuspecting female horde. Who knew that the dessert menu that night included a fully naked Englishman slathered in copious amounts of whipped cream? <laughs> Needless to say, the young ladies seemed to have brought their sweet tooth and dove into that human Sunday. The whipped cream incident, Tommy, or Zeppelin 101 for this week. <laughs> Cosilo never chimes in. <laughs> he said, thanks for the idea. <laughs> I don't think there's that much whipped cream in the world. <laughs> That a pretty good one, Tommy. Damn, man, that was pretty good. I mean, I didn't know they would go. Well, well you I have a lot know, of downtime. You have not, a lot of creative things you can think of to do. Excuse me, I wanted to say I did not know that they had done that shenanigan itself. I had never heard where Jimmy Page was a human a cream puff out of it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. Tommy, it's our first ever Sound of the Week short, which will be laid intermittently <laughs> through, <laughs> throughout the episode. And Tommy, what we have? Adam, thank you for the surprise. I... <laughs> <laughs> it was a long, uh, long night last night, Adam, with, with those storms. With the storms, through, yes. I know. Well, elect electronic and programmable drums. Okay, <laughs> they are a fantastic thing, and they can serve many different genres. Yes. And what we have here is a YouTuber who has programmed his drums, oh. and he's going to play through different types of of music. Oh. And we're going to start. Our first selection is heavy. Heavy drums. Excellent. You feel you feel the heaviness, Tommy? <laughs> that, That's awesome, Adam. <laughs> that was our first installment of our uh, oh, wow. Sound of the Week short. 
Actually, yeah. it's funny that you that you play that. But uh, uh-huh. this week when uh, I was with Aaron downstairs in the uh, basement in what was formerly Dr. Co-op Promotion Studios number two. Right. Uh, we were going through uh, the song I'm writing. Right, and that's what we were talking about. We were talking about a drum track. Uh, or yeah, we have to. We have to make a drum track. Yeah, I, mean, I already got some of the lyrics down, Adam. So I have two verses and a chorus. So, well, did that fit with uh, what's the, what yeah, you're that, going? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> because until now, even though Aaron will not, you know, tell me because he's a cool dude, I said it's probably that stinky. <laughs> Adam, so far the main theme is thongs. <laughs> It's not the main theme, Adam, but it's, there's some thongs involved in my song. <laughs> it's not oh, a cover traps. version of a thong song, is it? Tra- oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and mine's going to be cool, Adam. <laughs> the only thing cool on that song was the visuals. Right. That's yeah. Definitely. The video's yeah, good. Yeah, but no, that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, we're going to have more of that that's later probably- on. Oh, you can't wait. <laughs> Ah, uh, we don't have a motherfucker here. <laughs> Do we need one? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Who's this, Tommy? This Adam is Sylvester, baby. You make me feel. Mm, yes, 1977, Adam. Sounds very disco-y. There's a disco ball, Adam, hanging on the roof mm-hmm. of, uh, or hanging on the, the ceiling of Dr. Co-op Promotion Studios 1. Yes, the most famous club, Adam. Uh... Studio. Of the disco era, Adam. I know what it is. On April the 26th of 1977, if I didn't say that because I got all caught up in my nonsense, <laughs> opens for business at 254 West 54th Street in uh, New York City. They were open for all kinds yes. of business. <laughs> yes. Over the next three years, celebrity guest, Adam, included Cher, Elton John, Miguel Jackson, mm-hmm. Brooke Shields, Liza Minnelli, Adam. Donald Trump and his wife oh, wow. Ivana or Ivana attended opening night. Wow. This date in nineteen seventy seven. That had to be the place to be. How long would it did it remain open? I think that was it for three years, Adam. That was the uh three years? That's how much it remained open. Uh I wanna say It didn't go all the way into the AIDS time? It says there was a lot the- of partying. It says open for business, and it says over the next three years, yeah. I know a couple of uh, history tidbits on this, mm-hmm. uh, just by the documentaries that I've watched. They never had a liquor license, Adam. Okay. How'd license, they get around they, uh, that? They, every single day, mm-hmm. they would apply for a catering permit, Okay. and that's what they would use to actually sell their liquor. These guys went to jail for tax evasion. So, Was it too yeah. tedious to get an actual legitimate I, permit? I think it's just the way New York City is ran. Oh, so and we're talking the '70s, all the corruption that was going on, all this other. Was things. it like mob run or something? Was, I don't know. I have no idea. That hmm. part I don't know. I don't. They didn't mention the mob for any of this. Hmm. At least the documentaries that I've seen. I've seen. Uh, I want to say behind the music did one of the uh, episodes on Studio Fifty Four. It's great visuals. I mean, I love watching it. There was a movie, and I think Mike Myers starred as the main guy. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been either Steve Rubell or uh, the other guy, uh, Ian uh, Schrager. Just like Ellen, he came out as well. Uh, he was gay. Oh, yeah. That guy was gay. Was, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both uh, business partners. They they went to college together. They One was an introvert, very smart lawyer. The other one was the outgoing guy that would bring the people in. And, you know, everything from the uh, glamour, Adam, of disco and, mm-hmm. uh, well, the society breakdown, where all these people from these different walks of life used to mingle together in this place. You know, still you had to look a certain way. They had the doorman. Adam, that would stop you on your tracks. 
So, uh, okay. and he would either let you in or not let you in. You were either in or you either out. Like mm-hmm. Bruno, he would have been in. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. No doubt. Adam, this is the clash. Yep. Straight to hell. That's where they're going. <laughs> I think this is off of what? Uh, what's that one record they had? Rock the Cash Bar? Not the Cash Bar. I forgot. Anyway. <laughs> A combat rock, Adam. Excuse okay. me. Okay. I, I, I say that because I had this record. Well, I had the, the cassette. So you've listened to this song quite a bit. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Adam, I do write the Did script. Did you fast forward it? Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, it's... I'm not, I'm not entertained by this song very much. Uh, I like The Clash. Okay. Yes, anyway. <laughs> April the 30th, Adam, in 1982, The Clash mm-hmm. are among the acts at Rock Against Racism. Adam, okay. A concert Good. playing to over 50,000 in London's Victoria Park to combat the National Front, Adam, a neo-Nazi group in the UK whose slogan was Keep Britain White. Oh, wow. I put it right out there, didn't I? That's what the Rock Against Racism was. We had covered the Rock Against Racism very briefly when we Mm. were discussing Eric Clapton and his involvement Mm. in the uh, Make Britain Great movement. Sure, sure, sure. Back in uh, in that era where he went into a drunken tirade or or on cocaine, whatever it may have been. Substance, Adam, fueled according to Clapton. Sure. That little piece of history that he's been able to hide over all these years. That only came up like very recently. Like, oh, I didn't know this about that guy. So the National Front here says represented the extreme right wing and is growing in strength in the United Kingdom which suffers, uh, at the time, a lengthy economic breakdown, Adam. Campaigning under the slogan, Keep Britain White, the party is looking to put up 500 candidates at the imminent local elections, promising to deport black and minority ethnic people from the country if they win power, Adam. Wow, that's crazy. It also says here that group was empowered by Clapton's tirade. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's what it says here. He's one of the advocates for this group. Yeah. Oh my god! So what did all these punks, uh, rockers, and I mean it was a Is bunch. It, was of, that what it was? It was a punk show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a punk show. Mm. Did they have any black artists or artists of color, uh, as you'd say? I, 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 they had a bunch of names on there. Honestly, I can't remember them all. This was off a of song fact, so they had kind of a poster, I believe. The Clash were up there, and they were singing like, "Hey, you know, we're white, but it ain't that great." All right, so <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about it. Just, just keep everybody here. <laughs> and certain things that happened, so like David Bowie had been uh, photographed as well, making a Nazi salute at Victoria Station one day when he returned from East Germany. So there was some photograph of that going around. So all of a sudden, these guys said, "Look, we got to launch this." Uh, the show rock against racism. The movement was backed by a series of grassroots shows across the country, Adam, punctuated by things like carnivals, and in which this uh, is so far the biggest. This actually rock against racism show. A photograph is so <laughs> innocuous. It's just a moment in time, and then you know, like, oh yeah, you, yeah. This this was the the Hitler salute. You know, this was this was the Nazi mm, salute. No. Okay, and you're going to snap a picture of that, and then you're going to point fingers at him for that it's this. publicity so it's yeah. you know and plus at the time it sold magazines at him you got to remember that oh yeah you know, we, need was, sens- was, we need sensationalism yes that's what it was you know that's where it's and britain is, is known for its tabloidness oh, yeah they love that stuff yes, out there that's right there was a bunch of technical problems during this time for these shows i think at one point 
Pink Floyd had offered their sound system up for the show, but they couldn't provide the crew to operate it, so that was all fucked up. And although it featured the evening television bulletins, you know, the actual show, mm-hmm. the influential national press fails to cover the event in print. Adam. Regardless, the performance is deemed a success when the national front had them failed to make any impact in the following week's election. Did they get any uh, any candidates uh, elected? Did they get any no, of their they, 500? They, they, they fucked it all up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A whitewashing. Yes. <laughs> Self-imposed whitewashing, Adam. Oh, boy. Isn't that nuts, though? That's cool. They, they had this whole movie, and out of the punk community. I thought the 80s were like almost modern times. And well, here's, well, here's, well, here's <laughs> the deal. Well, and the punk community, Adam, is known for like, you know, having uh, the boots and the skinheads and all this other stuff. Mm. So it's, it's yeah, it was true. kind of really strange. You'd figure they'd be on the other side by personality, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, well, it's stereotype too, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a whole. That's deal. what I mean. So, yeah. so anyway, Rock Against Racism is formally disbanded, Adam, in 1981. Before being so, there for racism, you're saying? No, no, it was formally disbanded. The actual concept, of right? It in the way you'd I, only disband if you're all of a sudden you're for racism. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Before being revived in 2002 under the banner "Love Music Hate Racism," Adam. Sure. Isn't that nuts? We can do that. This weekend. Oh yeah! Yes! This is one of my songs, Adam. Going blind. Going blind. Can't you see I'm going blind? It's difficult to see. So I'm going blind. You can't see through my eyes, baby. Oh. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The uh, the unplugged version of this is pretty awesome. I like that one too. You go to that unplugged uh, often. Yeah, because it's because you're so saturated with the with the uh, typical original vinyl recordings, and then you you hear it in this new format, and it's like new to you. It's got to be. Adam, are you threatening me? <laughs> are you judging me, Adam? <laughs> no. <laughs> Adam, that I, was, I appreciate that. But that going blind, Adam, was none other than the Melvins, Adam. The Melvins? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's still your song? It's the, they, if there's a cover version of one of your songs, <laughs> does that cover version become your song? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay, all right. To an extent, especially when it's being featured on, Adam, this week in history. Okay. <laughs> Since you know we're falling short. <laughs> I'm trying to, Adam, I'm trying to compete with the uh, Zeppelin moment. What's wrong with you, man? Oh, you're running circles around me. Adam. They don't have whipped cream over there in Kissland. <laughs> oh, they would probably use something else. <laughs> Adam, in 1990, Adam, hard to believe, mm-hmm. a Kiss covers compilation. Adam, <laughs> all right, okay. is a Kiss tribute album. All the tracks were mm-hmm. done and performed by the underground independent punk bands of the late 1980s. Adam, okay, check it out. Notice that I did not say grunge. No, no, no. I said independent uh-huh. punk punk underground bands of the 1980s. Okay, okay. The okay. Melvins, uh, which the Melvins are one. The, exactly. The two bands featured on this album that would continue, Adam, uh-huh. and gain uh, some success past this uh, era mm-hmm. would have been the Melvins, and the other one is yeah. Nirvana. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. See, Adam, I, That's a big I, one. I, I, I poked at your interest there. Adam. Which which song did uh, Nirvana perform? <clears throat> Nirvana performed Do You Love Me. Mm. 
I think that could be sonically pretty good. Go see it while we're yapping around here. See if you could find that. But yeah, uh, it says here the entire album, Adam, Mm -hmm. has not been repressed. Thus, it has not been re-released. Adam, the album was called, I told you, right? Hard to believe, right? You know what else is hard to believe of this album? No, what is that? Kiss wasn't involved in this one bit. No? (laughs) No. Neither Kiss nor Polygram. They had no... Uh, no, promotional, I nothing, Adam. No monetary, nothing. No, they had to get some sort of a residual from the rock songwriting well, credit. It was an independent label. I think it was called like CJ or CG, something like that. Anyway, long story short is you just heard that Melvin's version, right? So right. Gosilo, is it ready? Yeah. Okay. It's Gosilo says it's ready. So go ahead and hit it, Gosilo. This is the Nirvana version. Do you love me? Okay. Where's my video? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's enough for see. The, the Cobain vocals just don't match up. No, they don't. <laughs> it just doesn't measure up. Uh, I think it was pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, they were nice. able to... Uh, to do that, yeah, but you could tell that you, with the production the way it was, you could actually tell it. The, the Kiss Camp was not involved in any of this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> if not, it would have been a little different. <laughs> yes, it would have been polished just a bit, Adam. <laughs> I, I would dare to say that. Uh, yeah, could you take that again, please? Adam, there was a guy on this uh, actually that played uh, the guitar. There's only two records that you could find this guitarist that had been a member of uh, Nirvana. He played uh, guitar on this record and some other record. The guy's name was Jason Everman, Adam. And this guy was... He was a fourth member of Nirvana? Yeah, yeah. And he was... uh, He also played in Mind Funk, Adam. And he also played bass in Soundgarden in a a group called OLD. Old. Old? Yeah. Jason Everman, yeah. He uh, was a musician and a soldier, Adam. Green Beret, the whole deal. Afterwards, yeah. This is very cool, Adam. So Hmm. Actually, there's a very cool story. I'm going to ad-lib this one. Because okay. uh, it, just, it just came to mind. Kiss went back and did actually a, a better album for a better produced album of covers and tributes to them. And which in that Kiss, one, uh, okay. that one they were involved. They were going through some bands to try to find who Kiss could, approved. Yes. Uh, some bands that somebody was going to make the cut. Some others weren't going to make the cut. So Melvin's got excited because, you know, they're big Kiss fans. Yeah. And uh, when the Melvins were recording Going Blind. Yes. Gene Simmons himself contacted them. Said, listen, you know, we're, you know, I like the version of Going Blind. It's his song, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's going to like it. Sure. Uh, and at the end of the day, was not picked. Didn't make the cut. So they were a little let down uh, because it didn't make it. So Gene, and I might be wrong, this how this whole story is coming out. Okay. But Gene did contact them and said, listen, I, I heard you're upset. It wasn't our fault. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And I hear you're in town in L.A. and you're playing at X place and I'd like to come out and play with you guys. At their show. At your show while you're on this particular song. He didn't invite them to a Kiss show. No, no, no. He went to their show. And he didn't want a big, uh, 
a big intro or nothing. It was just like, this man needs no other introduction. He's you know well-known guy, Gene Simmons of Kiss. Comes out and jams with him, plays that song with him. Very cool. I think there might... I don't know where... Where do I know? Where did I pull that one out of? I don't know. It's in your vast uh, knowledge oh, of, of history. Yes, but yeah, that happened with the Melvins. That wow. was the Melvins kiss mesh. That had to smooth things over pretty well. Uh, you know, I mean, I think they also... The Melvins, I think... They covered God of Thunder as well. Oh, so they were a fan of the Gene songs. So, <laughs> and who isn't a fan <laughs> of Gene? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> you know, again, I've seen a million faces at him, and I've, I've rocked, rocked them all. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. Tommy, it's another <laughs> Sound of the Week short. I don't know if I can take many. We, we had the heavy. Can you top that last The one? heavy drums. Now we're going to go to double bass. Oh. Let's do double, double bass. Even more furious. Are you ready? It. Yes. These are <laughs> well. It's heavy when you got that double bass. Sound. Oh. Are you getting some ideas for your song through this? I am, Adam. I may, I may have to ask you. For the, I may have to ask you for the masters on this. <laughs> that was another offering. Oh wow! Of our sound of the week short. That is absolutely awesome, Adam. Go <laughs> see Where do we, where do we go from there? Oh my gosh! Let's just go over here. One of my favorites right there, baby. These are the faces. And stay with me. I thought Cosimo was going to get a live version of this. Thought so? Yeah. Sometimes we take it right off the desk. Woo! Adam. 2001 Adam. Uh huh. Rod Stewart Adam. Yes. Asked for a change in wedding vows, bringing them up to date and to be treated like uh-huh. a dog license. Some, something that has to be renewed? Yes. <laughs> oh, has an expiration date on it. I got it. So much for his song, Adam, Stay With Me. Stay huh? with me. Yeah, stay with me for a, a little while. Adam Stewart said a change is needed because they've been in existence for 600 years when people used to live only to 35. Oh. That's true, though. But you'd marry early. You'd marry probably at like 15 or something. So you'd yeah. still get 20 years of marriage in there. I remember sitting in, uh, in college. I, don't, I can't remember what class I was taking, and I said something like that. I don't know why I said it, but I remember saying that. I said, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to be married, you know, 30, 40, 50 years because some kind of, you know, saber tooth or, a, you know, a T-Rex or something would come and bite your head off and you wouldn't last that long anyway. You'd be mangled and whatnot and they'd die and then... You'd be taken in by somebody else. Or, or yeah, or killed right then and there. You'd be a burden. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've got no bet. You've got no half to you. No, you've absolutely got no other- not. <laughs> What good are you then? You can't even stir the pot, you know? Like, oh, oh, okay, they put no. him right there next to him. He could be there in the spot. <laughs> put him in the pot. <laughs> it made absolute total sense. Yeah. 
man, he wasn't designed to last, to, to be committed that long, Adam, is all I'm saying. That's what Rod Stewart's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. Let's, let's just throw one of these in there, right? Okay, okay. How no, about that? What the hell? Uh, we've done heavy, we've done double bass. Now, Tommy, let's get funky. Oh. <laughs> Here we are. Those sound wet. <laughs> Where is that storm last night? What is that? Is that like, is that like a tom tom or something, or what is that? Mm. You feel it, Tommy? I do. <laughs> Go get my bass, baby. <laughs> Cosilo was in my in my new bathroom the other day and it sounded like this. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. You let him in the new one too? Man, I have a choice. Oh my Where's he God. gonna go? Well, that was our wow. third <laughs> sound of the week short. They keep getting better. When wow. when, are, when are they gonna flop? I tried to rank them <laughs> in the order in which I like them. So I like actually I like this one really good. That one that one's pretty good. That's pretty good. It had a good groove to it. Ooh. But let's move on from there. Oh, Adam. Yes. Adam, these are the supercibos, Adam. I got a feeling. Yes. <laughs> the subversive ones, Adam. Oh, yeah, it's a Black Eyed Peas song, right? Yeah, Black yeah, Eyed yeah, Peas. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Subversive ones. So <laughs> that what that means? That's what it means, the subversivo. Oh, okay. Apple launched, Adam, on April the 28th of 2003. Mm-hmm. The iTunes store, Adam. Mm, that was a start. Okay. I thought you'd get a little bit more excited. Did they have their... You're an iTunes guy. I am an Apple guy, yes. is that had An they, Apple guy. When did their uh, iPhone come out? Dream now, the of. iTunes store was probably for like the laptops and the desktops, right? It probably didn't concern the apps and uh, things on it. The mobile device. Well, I'm glad you said this because the first widely successful legal music, legal being the key word on that sentence, Adam, mm-hmm. to download music on their app, Adam. Oh. And yes, it is thanks to the emergence of the iPod, Adam. Which oh, iPod, yeah, lets yeah, people right. take their music with them. Brilliant. At first, the service was only available on Mac. Then it was extended, Adam, to regular nerd wells that don't use. Right. Apple like me. Use those, yes. <laughs> use, use those pirate devices. And this this action totally changed the music it did. game. It did. Because it, it made from a substantial thing that you hold in your hand and you have to go to a store and purchase till something that you can just download. Adam, just that have. is undeniable, Adam. Yes. Adam, and also on uh, the same year, Adam, two days later, April the 30th. Okay. The first official download chart was compiled. Ooh. After the big five record companies, AMI, Warner, Sony, BMG, and Universal combined mm-hmm. for a digital download day. Okay. What was on the charts? Do we know what was on the charts? Check this out. Over 150,000 computer users, Adam, yeah. had downloaded 1.1 million tracks. Okay. The top three on the net parade, Adam, because that's what it was known as, the versus okay. the hit parade, got right? It, and right. Get it. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you, you get it, you get it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I do get it now. Tattoo, Adam, was all the things she said was number three. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
2003. Ta- Adams, tattoo? So yeah. Tattoo. The guy from Fantasy Island. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's who was a group, a chick, or whatever. The plug. <laughs> it could be him. <laughs> that guy? <laughs> yes. It's not Dio Adams, so I would not know who the tattoo is. <laughs> Adam number two, though, I do know who it is. It's Coldplay Adam. Their song, Clocks. Clocks. The ones the, with the piano. The only Coldplay song that I really know is not, You don't know Viva La Vida. That's a good song, too. Uh, maybe if Number I one, Adam, is one of my favorite, and also, Adam... One of Godzilla's favorites. Oh, you know it. Oh, yes. I saw you looking at the studio over there. Uh, I saw you looking at the, yeah, the control course. booth. Of course, he's going like... <laughs> <laughs> he's going like, me, 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 like the memes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Godzilla, I'll let him know. It's Adam, it's Christina Aguilera and beautiful Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I know that song. Oh, oh okay. I should. I know I should. I oh, should. Yeah, you are beautiful, Godzilla. He said almost as beautiful as Christina's Hooters after she had babies. You like the milk wagons. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Adam, in 2020, approximately 257 million digital music singles were downloaded in the U.S. alone from under 330 million a year earlier. So it's, it's gone down with the years for some reason. I don't know why. Adam, according to iTunes. Yeah. The numero uno most downloaded, most favorite song, Adam. Most favorite song? Yes, was this one covered by Los Subversivos, Adam. I got a feeling by Los Pitipoas de Ojos Negros, Adam. (laughs) 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 They're neighbors of Miguel Jackson, by the way. And Jorge Miguel. Wow, I didn't know that would be the number one. Yes, by the Black Eyed Peas. Wow. Pretty cool, isn't it? Nothing to knock that off since it came out. Cito, nice tie in. Crazy. Ooh, we're gonna blast through this one too. I, okay. I recognize this. Dude, is this the sound of the week? But is there any farting involved in this? <laughs> I don't know. Let's hear what Cindy Lauper oh. has to say. Uh, is this Cindy Lauper? Uh, hold on. Oh. That's her. Hey! That's pretty good. All of a sudden, her, her status went up. And <laughs> that's some good music. Is there any way to get her voice off of that track? She's, she's got this, and she's got the, the wrestling stuff she did with Captain Lou Albano. Oh. So she's pretty cool. Was she actually doing this? Is mental version of this for real? I don't know if somebody put the music <laughs> behind her or not, but those are really her Adam, vocals. 2015, Adam, April the 29th of 2015. Cindy Lauper, was she doing those commercials for that one, uh, that skin care medicine? Oh, because she has spots. Is she's that got what like, it is? She's got like dry spots. Well, 2015, Adam, Cindy Lauper testified before the Senate Appropriations Committee, Adam, speaking on behalf of homeless LGBTQ youth, Adam. Oh. All right, all right, okay. Whom she says are often kicked out of shelters and denied services. Yeah, I could see that. They're uh, discriminated against uh, in regular society. I can imagine in the uh, underbellies of the city where these people are Mm. also, they would be probably targeted as well. Hmm, maybe. Cindy Lauper, Adam, co-founded the True Colors Fund in 2008 to advocate for this cause. Oh, she was advocating for this before it was cool. 2015? Mm. Yeah, we were probably she trending that way. Well, no, because she was. She founded this in 2008, Adam. Oh, wow, okay. Very cool, way if back you then. ask me, absolutely. Hmm. Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Historic hip hop. 
rapizzle moment. Yo. Is this Kayani? Yeah. Honestly, from our standpoint, love Trump. Say it out loud. This was just set up to be a lunch. Everything I'm going to say is going to be amazing. Two people that I like. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I guess they like me. Keep it out the black community. And we're going to have lunch. Oh. We're going to have lunch. Oh wow, he's professing his love there. Wow, it's a lot of love going on. Adam can't bully me, news can't bully me, the hip hop community they can't bully me. I love this guy right here. To stand up, put on the hat. Oh. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that position. But that's from the heart. Special guy. These two are special people. Well, he is a player. Oh, he's a player. <laughs> nice. Adam, and that was this week's hip hop rap. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's bold support the, the, of uh, the, President Forty Five. The thing that uh, the things people come up with. Adam. Wow, wow! It says here, Adam, in uh, 2018, April the 30th of uh, 2018, Kanye West or Kanye? How do you, I was Kanye, Kanye West, or or Ye? You can say Ye. Kanye West tweeted his love for Donald Trump, earning him plaudits from the president, but criticism from fans and others in the music industry. Maybe that's why the black community was trying to kick him out, mm. according to that soundbite there. Do you think this was the start of the genius Kian, Kanye <laughs> fracture? Like, uh, like when people... He was he was considered like a musical genius or yeah. something, mm-hmm. but then uh, is this where he started to uh, fork off that road that <laughs> that genius road to uh, maybe he's just got a screw loose this guy? No, could be Adam. I know he uh, tweeted that he and Trump are both dragon energy. Yeah. So they need like an energy drink or something? No, that they're, they're both they're dragging energy. I think what they use you drink from them, Adam, because they're dragon energy. Dragon like a, like, like the like the mythical beast like Schmog of the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd have that. Name for it. <laughs> and he wasn't mythical, Adam. He was a drake. Oh, a real thing. He yeah. was a drake from the north. <laughs> oh, the north. The north of what? Uh, of Mordor. No, no, Adam. <laughs> was he caught in one of those storms last night? <laughs> he was probably just a, north of here. Like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and he is my brother, says Kanye. A stark contrast to how many of his fans feels about Trump, uh, who replies, Thank you, Kanye. Very cool, said Trump. By the end of the day, West had sent out 82 tweets at him, mm-hmm. including one of the signed MAGA hmm. hat that he had. Now, this relationship... I'm going to tell you real quick. That'd be very cool, mm-hmm. that hat signed by Trump that mm-hmm. was Kanye's, that if they put that in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is definitely notable. It's definitely worthy of, of a spot, I would think. But uh, this friendship between the former president and Kanye probably gave audience to Kanye's wife at the time, Kim Kardashian, because she was doing a lot of stuff with prison reform and trying to get people think, yeah, think, people released from prison or clemency or whatever whatever the president can do to get people out that have been 
wrongfully convicted or some BS like that? We, I think we discussed that last week when those we? four or five, well, you mentioned that, Adam. Uh, I, I like to bring those, up Kim, Kim I, K I, whenever I can. I noticed that, Adam. But also, yeah. you know, did you notice also his uh, Kanye's fall was also during the time that he started linked with him? Yes, exactly. I wonder, did they ever have a falling out before... Uh, before like the election time, did they? I think they did. I think he campaigned support. and did something and ran. I we covered that as well here and in the podcast. I don't know all that because I didn't pay much attention to it. Uh, Jay seemed to be the Yeezy, yeah, or definitely. Ye, uh, whatever his name is, I mean, whatever moniker he goes by now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just me thinking over on this side. I'm you know I'm not a genius or anything like that. Like Kanye, he had the balls to do that. You know, he went against the grain on this. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's completely ostracized at this point. He even mentioned the hip-hop community, and this, this, and the other. I thought it took a lot of balls to do what he did. That's just me. Yeah. In, his, know, in it, his own and mind. He, and he did not go with the popular crowd on this. That is another thing, which, did he do it for publicity? I'm like, that's just me thinking. I don't know if it's true or not, but still, it's a big risk, man. This guy had had suffered something, you know, in his record sales or something. And then after this, did he come out like he was like a pastor or... Yeah. I think he was trying to convert... He was uh, doing something on Sundays. This is Marilyn Manson or something, I think is what it was. Yeah, I think so. After this. They were together. If I remember correctly, my, uh, my Yeezy... I think... In popular his, culture. Uh, I think Kanye, lore. in his own mind, believes he's probably bigger than this. Mm. Like he can do something that people would say, "Oh, this is going to be a negatively affect you," but he'll he probably thinks he's above that. Like mm. he he can't be negatively affected by it because of his grandiosity, how big he is. Oh, that's my assumption. And he's smart. He actually includes Jesus that way. The Vatican can't put him. He doesn't have to go this long ass list like John Lennon had to exactly. to be pardoned. <laughs> Adam, and that was this week's hip hop rapizzle moment. Adam, one of the best parts. Yes. So let's move on. Rosilo okay. hit it. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. Well, we've done heavy, we've done double bass, we've done funky. Now we need to Romantical, get, Adam? We Romantical? need to get... Under the sheets, Adam? Something of a ballad. Oh, there we go. That's, what, I, that's what I'm talking about. It was a wild guess, Adam. I was just going... <laughs> let's go to the... I was going through genres. I was going to say salsa next. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get there. Oh. But let's try the ballad version. <laughs> Sweet, isn't it? Adam, that's a that's a beat with a melody. <laughs> it's singing. <laughs> I'd hate to clean up the sheets the next day after. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's, that's a big finish right there. <laughs> Big is right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that's our fourth <laughs> Adam, you sound are of the week the, short. You are the maximum fartest that I know, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> there are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. <laughs> there are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. Rah, rah. Uh, uh, uh. Roma, Roma, 
Gaga. Ooh la la. Want your bad romance. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam, <laughs> yes, Tommy. Remember, I was telling you that I wanted to revamp these. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The what? link, the links of these uh, intros actually give me a little time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Blondie members mm-hmm. Debbie, Harry, and Christine Adam. Okay. Wrote the first version of this song in early 1974, okay. shortly after they met. At the time, Adam, they were a couple. Right? Yeah. They didn't have a proper title for the song, Adam. It would later be referred to as, Adam, yes. the disco song. And Adam, today it is Blondie's Heart of Glass, baby. Love this song, Adam. Go Silo, go Silo, go Silo. You love, you love the disco song. I do, I do. Go Silo, stop it real quick. Mm. Adam Harry explained on the show words and music. Lyrically, it was about a stalker, Adam. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Who was pursuing me? Oh boy. And Chris, he saved her. From this stalker, I always thought he gave him a sound throttling out in the alleyway. I would imagine, you know, this is these were punks. These were uh, Blondie was a punk band. They don't sound very punk. No, but I'm just saying that's their that their beginnings, Adam. They were into that scene. That's where they came out of. You know, goes to show you even like if you remember the police lore, it was the same deal. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So you within this this punk community. You have musical savants or musical geniuses or people who could actually write songs that are going to appeal to the masses at some point. Heart of Glass, Adam, is a perfect example. Of that. Check it out. Once I had a love and it was a gas. That sounds like a good time. I'm opening, yada, myself, yada. I'm opening myself up yeah, to you. Yeah. Don't break my heart of glass. Yeah, because soon turned out I had a heart of glass. And that's you, know, that's, you could actually pick that out in this song. It says, seemed like the real thing only to find... Mucho mistrust. Now, is this from the perspective of the pursuer? Because he's the one who has the love that's not being, you know, accepted on the other. Okay. Got Did you it. hear this this piece of lyric right here? Mucho mistrust. Mm. Love's gone behind. Mm. Whoa. Okay. One of the cool things about this song is that they had a really hard time finding word that would rhyme with glass. I can think of a, I think of a, a Me few. too, Adam. We we actually survey some of these in in our uh, rumpologies rumpling. Yes, definitely. That's one that comes up immediately, Adam. But I just thought it was really cool that they use mucho mistrust on that piece of mucho lyrics. Mistrust. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You know, and then it says goes right back to uh, another verse. It goes, once I had a love and it was divine, soon found out I was losing my mind. It seemed like a real thing. But I was so blind. Mucho mistrust, Adam. Again, mm. love's got behind. Go ahead and play some of that. Go see let's, let's hear it. You can hear the synth on that. You actually need the lyrics to go through this one, you know, to. Did you hear yeah, that? I got it that time. I never like, know. I never know that lyric. Here we go, pre-chorus. Mm. 
Isn't it? Yeah. Disco sound apart. Mm-hmm. Pop top 40 apart. The deepness of this song. If you break it down that way. If you could stop tapping your toes and, and wanting to shake it. What is it? Studio 54. Do you think these lyrics, these words, were there to cater to her voice? Because when these words roll out of her mouth, they sound like another instrument. It just sounds yes. like they're there purposefully. It was. It, it has a specific rhythm, and it, it, it follows the actual song. It was very well produced. Mm. Chris Stein is, I think, and this is just Tommy Martinez, uh, underrated producer. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves, I think. Okay. Uh, he's very talented just to build that spacey groove. The keyboards in this, you could almost see it on one of those instruments that measure uh, sound waves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You could actually feel the synth as it goes up and down. Go ahead and play it a little bit more, Gosilo, so you can get some of that. You hear that? Like a little metronome, kind of keeping time for the entire piece. And that drum is just right there. It goes right back into the gas thing and all that. So anyway, Adam, go ahead and play it a little bit more. According to Rolling Stone magazine, Adam, uh, top 500 songs. Harry and Stein wrote the song on their din- in their dingy New York apartment. And keyboardist Jimmy Destry provided the synthesizer hook. The result brought punk and disto together mm. on the dance floor, Adam. Wow. Chris always wanted to do disco. Think that is was what Destry said. Yeah. That was the mission. It was they were setting out to, to try to write a disco song. Yes, and something very cool. They used this to just to piss people off in their group of peers. So yeah, <laughs> so so it was like a prank. Oh, we're gonna play this yeah. song that we know you're gonna hate. <laughs> it became a huge hit. So here's these, you know, these punkers. Debbie Harry was hypnotizing in her youth. You know, yeah. It's it, she had that weird dance. Now check this out. Go see, raise it up a little bit here. Here's what you're talking about: that instrumentation mm-hmm. of her voice. It just goes right with it. It's almost perfect. Mm-hmm. And it goes right back into it. It's just absolutely... I, I love this song. I mean, I'm a metal guy, but I will fall back onto this music. Because at the time, it uh, it struck you at the time as like, this is a great song. I'm, I'm, you attached yourself to it. You I was said, 14 years old when this was being played. Yeah, on yeah. Top, on you, top, go. you gotta on, like it. On Top 40 Radio. So I, I just think that uh, the part where they were pissing off their uh, their peer group, I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing right there. It's just like you can imagine Rob Halford coming up or, you know, one of the heavy metal of the metal. Ozzy comes up and says, hey, I want to play this disco song for you. I said, what do you think? <laughs> he gets a good reaction out of it. Then, oh, we're going to play it again. Oh, we're going to play it again. <laughs> Adam, and that was this week. Lyrics that will blow your mind. Tommy and Adam's hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will... Blow your mind! <laughs> Adam, rock and roll birthdays, Adam. Born on this day. Yes. Jack Blades, Adam, of Night Ranger. That's Don't right. tell me you love me. That's right. How old is that guy? 
he is 68 years old. Well, he's a young man then. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> In comparison to most of our birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking, he wasn't looking that bad when we saw him, you know? Uh-huh. He doesn't look as beat up. He doesn't look as wrinkly. Oh, don't tell him you love him. <laughs> That's the only thing he doesn't want. Maybe he's in that he's in that uh, Rod Stewart theory. <laughs> His dog licenses. <laughs> anyway, Adam Kelly Clarkson. Adam is also her birthday this week. Turns the big four zero. Adam, uh, the first American Idol winner. The winner, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also enjoy a few of uh, Kelly Clarkson songs as well. And she has a a daytime show like an Ellen type show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she's gay though. No, no, I don't think so either. I think, Adam, her shows is just as good as our podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I need to see some I need to see some tape of that. <laughs> Adam, you know who else is? Uh, but she's 36 today. There's another oh, yeah. great female, Adam. Uh, Melissa Vivian Jefferson, Adam. Melissa Jefferson. Yes, sir. Who's that? We spoke about her last week. Lizzo, Adam. Oh, Lizzo. <laughs> oh, I saw, okay, I saw a video of her taken by the paparazzi. Ooh. She was entering the uh, extended limo, but it wasn't a limo. It was like a- Hummer? Um, uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, large, really large. No, you know. Of course. But- uh, It's all the girls she was, uh, could fit in there, Adam. The photographers- The big girls. Were asking her. Hey, uh, so what do you want for your birthday? Because they knew it was her birthday coming right. up. She, and she kind of stopped as she was entering the vehicle. And she turned and she said, oh, I just want people to to buy my album. And I want to, you know, hope everybody has a good... No, I'm just kidding. I just want some dick. She doesn't want it from you. <laughs> okay, 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 Godzilla. Mm. No problems. Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it was something. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> do, we, do we even want to do a third birthday after that? <laughs> the image. <laughs> I get what Godzilla was trying to do here. He's trying to wipe his... uh. Was he wiping? His, his memory bank, Adam. Oh. <laughs> Adam, uh-huh. that was the Lord of the G-Strings app, Adam. Download it today from the uh, Tommy and Adam Hart, the name, Ooh, it's podcast right. website.com, Adam. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who this is, baby. I can see who it is Go right ahead, now. Adam. Go ahead and read that tag. We are on Barbie Rican Oficial. <laughs> B-A-R-B-I-E-R-I-C-A-N-O-F. I-C-I-A-L. I can't believe it. 
Barbie Regan Oficial. Adam, I cannot believe that for a minute. You can't? No. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, you know, and here's the reason is this why. out of character? I know that usually the Lords of the G-String app is uh, loaded, Adam, mm-hmm. and sent out to the world through the vibes of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Usually. From Agent X3. Yes. This week, Agent X3 was on a... Uh, Volunteer fact finding uh, mission. Yeah, no, actually, it wasn't a volunteer thing. Talent uh, scout. It was actually volunteering oh. with some uh, unfortunate types. Did he have to wear an orange uh, vest? Or some no, sort? that's what I thought there for a minute, but no, okay. no, he wouldn't do that. Last week, Adam, I mentioned Barbie Regan because I was able to identify her butt through. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Remember this is the that? one. Yes. This Adam. is. Oh my. So yeah, I could. Gosila needs to come back, Adam, because I bet you a million dollars he has a lot to do oh, with this one. Uh, definitely. So yeah, Adam. In the meantime. We must appropriately, Adam, don our uh, uniforms. Yes. From now on, you're going to be known as agents of T and A. <laughs> it's the best job in the world, Adam. <laughs> I am Agent T, Adam. And I will be Agent A. I will let you be Agent A for this Thank one. you. <laughs> I appreciate I that. I will let you do that, Adam. Because my site is already loaded and I'm... I'm quite happy being Agent A. No, Adam. Not uh, excuse me. No, Gosilo. Not that. Not that A. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Adam. Barbie Rican, and one that you are uh, very familiar with. Oh yeah. And so is Gosilo. I'm sure. You know that's. The, yes. How long have you been? Oh. A, oh, was it? He just wookied her, Adam. How long have you been aware of the Barbie Regan? I want to say five, six years already. Oh, really? She is a reggaeton star, Adam, believe it or not. Well, it says under her name, she's an artist. Oh, she's an artist. Well, I could see that. And then it has the Puerto Rican flag. Oh. And then it says Trash Toy Prod. (laughs) Trash Toy Productions, Adam. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Like Dr. Co-op Promotions, but this is Trash Toy uh, Productions. Oh, okay. All right. right. Keep it going. Now, if we we scan down a little bit more, but but, but before we get to her images, what is this row of things? I have never seen this. Those little uh, circles? Are we going to have to get another class on Instagram Izzle? Because she has ceviche videos. (laughs) <laughs> is she cooking, Adam? I, I I don't know. Do you cook ceviche? Uh, <laughs> uh, and the second thing I see is OnlyFans. Oh, again, an OnlyFans. Barbie Regan has an OnlyFans? That's no what it way. says. I didn't know that, Adam. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What else? What else we got there, Adam? Oh, she's just got regular it's all general kinds things of, after uh, that. All kinds of, uh, oh, wow. It, they turn Spanish after that. Got the YouTube videos. I, I can understand yes. OnlyFans. Oh, wow, Adam. There's a lot of double entendre. I could tell you that much going on right now. Good. Because that's what Barbie Regan's about. Barbie Regan is uh, produced by a guy called Jamsha, Adam. He's a very talented uh, musical and content producer. Getting How does he produce her? He, uh, he produces her music and everything else. Oh, she's a musician? And her videos and all Oh, okay. That. I didn't say they're musicians, Adam. I, thought... I say they, they probably produce beats. I don't know. Oh. So does she have... Uh... Does she sing, or does she, or does she just dance to her Adam, her signature she, beats? I think she raps, Adam. I think. Hey, Gosilo, do you think you could get some of this? She's a rapper. Yeah, yeah, that that new one, that the one that Adam says ceviche. That would that wouldn't work fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there. Okay, All right, that's her. I see her. 
Okay. She is rapping. That is rapping. She's rapper. She has a unique voice, Adam. Definitely does. That would be her. I think that's their most recent uh, reggaeton hit, uh, Ceviche. That, that track just dropped. Yes, Adam. It's a, yeah. So they use the word Ceviche. It kind of uh, made up derivative of Ceviche, uh, kind of to hide the uh, Puerto Rican slang word for penis, Adam. Oh. <laughs> it's, she talked to Lizzo recently? Yeah. <laughs> Barbie Rican is basically referring to Adam a penis. So uh, they do a work, they do a wordplay where they kind of say it fast enough to be maybe radio friendly to get away with it. They disguise the bicho, which is penis in in the Puerto Rican land. Adam, don't you love my culture? <laughs> so they change it to ceviche, 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 Because do you want it bigger? Do you want it smaller? Which would be the the I, I would imagine, but. Technically, it's a plate of ceviches. What? God. If you notice, they're reading some of that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Adam, let's forget that nonsense for right now because we're not interested in anything that has to do with their music, Adam. No. We are going to do a quick uh, some of these pictures here. I think she had some work done to her face. Now you said that you were able to <clears throat> distinguish her. What was the most distinguishing feature? I think uh, to me is as skinny as she is, like that really, really, really small waist that she has, mm. and you're gonna have to keep going down until you find it. She is in a kind of like a blue bikini. Adam, there's reels galore here, by the way. Yeah, she does like the reels. Oh wow! And if you notice, you could see that she has that really, really tiny waist and all of a sudden her double bubbles yeah. pop out at him. Yeah, they do. That is a good beach shot. And, a lot and of beach I, and, wear and photos. Adam, and I'm talking about the lower double bubbles, Adam. But there's, there's, she would be there's double bubbles in both directions. Yes, yes. But I would say that this is where I really, really like to sign up for a rumpology class. Okay, so that's what you're saying was what caught your eye yeah. on the identification. Like you had a lineup, a police lineup set. Yes. And you saw that portion of all these people and you said, this one right here is Barbie Rican. Yes. But it's because of the transition from the waist down to the bubblicious area. Yes. I understand. In uh, my estimation, or at least in the estimate, I want to speak for both of us here. Okay. But her uh, rump area, the, the area that we're trying to do this rumpology mm-hmm. reading, and this is just for listening to this podcast, Adam. This is for professional purposes only, just that, to let you know that. The rumpology as we've already documented, <laughs> yes. is, is an actual practice. And it has cr- certain criteria that have to be met. And I think both of us aspire to be uh, at least very good aficionados of rumpology. I admit that I am in training. I have not received my certificate yet. But I'm still striving. <laughs> I'm still trying to do the work. <laughs> but is right, Adam. Yes. yes. But would be appropriate. <laughs> Can I direct you to, to one? Oh, there's so many, Adam. It's just I don't know what to okay. do here. She, her name is Barbie Rican, right? Yes, that's her stage Barbie, name, yes. Barbie, you kind of associate with the pink. So a lot of her... Yeah, with the dolly things, yeah. A lot of her pictures... With the toy. ...have like a lot of pink background and stuff to them. Oh, they do? But, but if you come to the... Look for this purple one. See where she's purple and she's kind of got like that little side. Okay. She's looking is... her, at herself in the mirror in a darkly oh, lit room. I see that, Adam. But yes. there is like a, a purple aura happening there. There, you can get to see a bit of a profile, but at a, a little staunch, a little angle, so you're able to see kind of the posterior portion. She is looking at herself in this mirror, and you get that profile, and you're able to see the curvature. It is staggering. In my defense, that day that I was able to identify this gluteus, mm-hmm. on that you know Puerto Rican TV show we were watching, my wife and I, Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just no way of not to be able to. I'm, I'm from now on. I would bet to say that you would be able to identify this in a butt lineup. Now, 
I'm going to ask this question. Go ahead. Did, ask away. Because she has long, luxurious locks of hair. Uh-huh. Beautiful, long hair. Yeah. Did that in any way influence your choice? They, by, they were, by saying that's kind of her trademark look, the long hair that had nothing to do with it. It was all bootyliciousness. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, Adam. That's impressive. Adam, she could be bald and I can identify that butt. <laughs> <laughs> Posterior, the posterior portion. The yeah. posterior portion, Adam, mm -hmm. is uh oh, that's true, Adam. That is very true. Uh, Gosilo had a uh, in season two. It was it in season two, Gosilo? Yeah, he had a, already a Gosilo video dedicated to Barbie Rican. Oh, really? Mm, we're gonna have to go into the Dr. Yeah. Coa Promotions archives, Adam, and check that one out. We definitely should. Yes, and you know where you know that one that you're talking about, the purple one, Adam? Yeah. She's actually in what would be a remodeled bathroom, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> because you're very familiar with the remodeling process. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the work that she's done on that. She, one. No, she's fantastic, Adam. She is absolutely great. You know, the best thing about these, like these reggaeton videos and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. is that you can actually watch these videos without having to listen to anything. You just turn the volume down, and boom. Yeah, you're good. Definitely, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. You're right. No, no. In in all seriousness, the trash toy productions. It's all kind of comedic in a way where they use a lot of double entendre, where they use uh, all kinds of crass imagery. It's very popular, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not mainstream popular, obviously. It's not on, uh, let's say, radio all the time or anything like that. These are just novelty kind of deals right. where he'll take, uh, you know, any kind of a common saying that's amongst the uh, nerd dwells. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word, Adam, by the uh, way. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. and he'll turn it into this whole, he being Jamsha. Jamsha is the genius behind this whole Barbie Regan phenomenon. His genius would have no place. If it were not for oh, the Barbie Regan package to deliver this. Yeah. The, his videos by himself featured many models of that caliber, mm. different ones, but until he narrowed it down to this one Barbie Regan. And we're going to go ahead and, uh, oh, there's a one down that says 100 million views. There's one that's called like gelatina, which would mean gelatin. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and, wow. and I think in, uh, in honor of Barbie Regan, we're going to close this one out too uh, today. All right. <laughs> Adam, go ahead and read her uh, social media tag, her Instagram nomenclature. The the listeners of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast available on Spotify and all the rest of your favorite DSPs could uh, go ahead and uh, see what we saw. Adam. Well, if you want to add to her total of 1.2 million followers, wow, that's a lot, you Adam. can find her at Barbie Rican Oficial. Mm. Oh, just like Gosilo Oficial, Adam. Oficial. Yes. <laughs> uh, he doesn't agree with you, Adam. No. All right. He said he's the original. Originator. <laughs> it's difficult being more mature than your father. Yes. Wow, Adam. That was a special one there. Oh, jeez. And that didn't come from Agent X3. It did not. Wow. Kind of weird, but yeah, we got to do what we got to do. Right now, we got to do hashtag what the frijoles. Seems like I've been running a marathon, Adam. I know. Well, all the cleanup from the storm last night, oh, you know? That's true. All that yard work we had to do. I don't want to peek outside that much, so. Well, Tommy, India's monitor lizard population is steadily declining because of poaching. 
monitor. That would be the uh, that one lizard that kind of like the what is it the uh, like the Komodo dragon kind of like yeah, that. Okay. I think kind of like that exactly. Uh, eating monitor lizard meat is common across South Asia, Southeast oh, Asia, yes. Australia, and Africa. Uh, reports of the reptile being hunted for their meat are common in India, even though it is illegal. Uh, in is, 20- it all, is it also a sacred animal by any chance? Uh, I don't know if it's sacred, but uh, their numbers are declining so much that they need extra protection. Mm. In 2016, an Indian forest official was arrested after serving monitor lizard meat at a party. <laughs> monitor lizards are also hunted to make traditional medicine. Now we need to go to the India police blotter. Oh, is there such a thing? An incident took place on March 29th at the Sayadri Tiger Reserve in the western Indian state of mm. Maharashtra. I think that's how you say it. Good enough, Adam. <laughs> the forest camera traps meant for tracking tigers caught the accused men trespassing at the reserve's Shandoli National Park. Mm. Forest officials arrested these men and found photos and videos on their phones of them gang-raping and monitor lizard and then killing the and eating it. Man, we, we just finished as, watching Barbie Reek and you're going to come with some shit like that? As quoted by this official, I have never seen a crime like this before. <laughs> gang-raping. The men are in their 20s and 30s, and they appear to have done it for fun. There was no religious oh. or black magic agenda. Their names are here, Sandeep and Mangesh and Ashke and Krishna. Ramesh. Krishna. All locals, all locals to the area. And not only is this cruel, but there is a risk of zoonotic diseases from this type of cases <laughs> where the concerns of men carrying STDs and other infections from their act. Uh, India's monitor lizards are endangered and are protected species. By law, violators must be punished to a seven-year jail term. A report by wildlife agency groups recorded 82 cases of sexual abuse against animals between 2010 and 2020. Oh, wow. Most recent cases of sexual abuse against animals include a man raping and killing a pregnant goat in southern India and a 60-year-old man raping a female stray dog last year. So yes. on top of uh, on top of them scamming people over the phone, they're also animal. They're also <laughs> some of them, not all of them, Adam. Not some of them are real some sickos. Of, some are real sickos, Adam. <laughs> Next time I get a scammer calling me, I think I may pick it up, Adam, <laughs> and relate to this story to them. You've been to this national <laughs> preserve recently, have you? You've been one of these guys. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I encourage all our listeners, Adam. To- <laughs> to refer to this horrid story that Adam just... I don't understand just, what you're uh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our, our visit to the India police blotter is our what the for Oh, wow. How fantastic. For this week. <laughs> you're killing me, Adam. We, we went from this... When you said gang rape... This, beautiful, monitor, this beautiful segment to this oh. totally horrific... Utterly despicable segment. Oh my gosh. Maybe we can rescue it somehow. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Sound of the Week. Well, it's our fifth and final Sound of the Week short. And this time, we've already had the heavy, the double bass, funky, the ballad, and now we're going to have sexy. Adam, is this your numero uno, Adam? <laughs> this, is, this is the number one with the bullet. Okay. I enjoy this one. Lay it on me, Adam. See if you enjoy it as well. Uh, 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 
Are, are you feeling sexy yet, Tommy? <laughs> Where's Kenny G? So he can <laughs> Michael Bolton needs to, to feel, feel that rhythm. <laughs> this is like that song, Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Oh wow, Adam! Wow, that was good I, stuff. Adam, I am nothing compared to you. <laughs> you are the the best, Adam. Sinead O'Connor said that, right? Ooh. Adam, would that be the sound of the week? Is, is that how we close it out this week? Yeah, Adam? That's, that's how we're going to close out the sound, the official. Sound oh, jeez, right Adam, that's just absolutely horrid. Actually, there. Was, <laughs> and I asked you if you had a motherfucker, Adam. Oh yeah, and you did not have no, one. I, but I had a lot of that. Oh jeez, <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that, right there. Between that and the monitor, Adam, I think that was better. That's pretty good. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. Thank you. There, there's the original. Adam, let's say we go ahead and wrap this sucker up, Adam, just in case we got some tree limbs or something like that to pick up. All right. What do you ahead. think about let's that? Let's go ahead and do that. Good times, bad times. On the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. There it is, Adam. <laughs> Upon request, at least something worked out tonight. I love it. At the very end, though, that's good. <laughs> Some not, things just get that's better. Not about a bad, that's not a bad thing, Adam, if I it's love at it. the end, Adam. Uh, I think I have the bad times today, Adam. Okay, then go ahead. How's that? Uh, sure. So it says here, according, Adam, to blabbermouth.net, Adam. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I hope so. Paul Stanley, Adam, wonders if Elon Musk could have solved world hunger instead of buying Twitter, Adam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would that have been a better thing to do? That's a bad time for Mr. Elon Musk. He was called out by none other than Mr. Paul Stanley. <laughs> I think people have called him out many times. You think so? But do you think he gives three shits if they do or not? I don't think so. He does his own thing. Yeah, that's true. I heard he has. he's not that liquid. Like, you know... Most of his money is in stock and stuff. Oh. So he has to actually secure a bit of financing, mm. you know, to the tune of like 20-some billion dollars Ooh, wow, of financing oh, maybe to, Paul to make this purchase. Adam says, Kiss frontman Adam Paul Stanley has publicly questioned whether Elon Musk could have helped end world hunger. He probably wondered that before the deal even went through. If the deal officially goes, it will make Musk, the Tesla and SpaceX founder, the world's richest man. I saw some douchebag. On, on Elon Musk's Twitter, Ooh. who said, you know, with how much he spent, the $44 billion for Twitter, he could have given every man, woman, and child in America some ungodly amount of money, like a dollar. No, no, no. No, he, he was trying to convey, like, oh, he, he could have gave everybody $100,000. Wow. Well, that was his math. Oh. But then somebody else, you know, the, the first person after that corrected him and said, well, no, it's actually like $121 a person. <laughs> but still, for 330 million people, 121 bucks a piece, that's pretty good. That's not bad, Adam. Stanley Adam took to Twitter to share a Rutgers news story about the acquisition, Adam. Okay. And he included the following tweet. What did he say? I may be missing something. Please tell me. Rather than funding a personal acquisition, wouldn't our world be better advanced by using far less than $44 billion to eradicate world hunger, cure cancer. The list is long and the possibilities endless. That was a introspective thought, Adam, that uh, Paul Stanley 
made extra at him. He pulled it out of his ass. He said, here you go. This is what I'm thinking about this purchase. Mm -hmm. Whammo. Uh, cure world hunger. Mm -hmm. You're not phased by Mr. Stanley's. Who is going, going to manage this $44 billion fund? And how do we know the money is going to the proper things to actually get food to people that Adam, need this food? It's not going to happen. You are a naysayer, Adam. That's why this is bad times, Adam. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not feasible. It, no, it is so. not. The logistics of it alone, I mean, you could put a dent, I'm sure. But what you can do is take something that is considered pretty openly to be one-sided and open it up to more freer speech and not totally shutting everybody out of conversations. I guess so. And to an extent, that's just a that. thought. You know what I mean? Yes. You would, I look at it this way. It's like, who am I to tell anybody what to do with their dough? Do you have a Twitter? Yes, I do. Then you can tell anybody you want. <laughs> <laughs> Again, bad times, Adam. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I don't think there was a good deal that he bought it at all. You don't it's, think so? No, because it's Twitter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the good thing, Adam, about it, though, is that yes. he'll probably let President Trump back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be fun again, yeah, Adam. I think so. It'll be fun to go back to Twitter, Adam. It'll be machine gunning yes. those tweets out there. <laughs> ding, 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 There was a meme this week that says, oh, 284,000 tweets of- He's been storing of, them up this whole time. Backlogged. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that three years ago? That's what I had to say about that. <laughs> Here, take that. <laughs> Verify this. <laughs> As he grabs his sack at him. <laughs> no, that would that would be the Iron Sheik Donald Trump had. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck yeah! Iron Sheik is very prolific on yes, Twitter. Yes, he is. Oh, because uh, those are bad times. Those were bad times. That'll give me some good times. We have some good times now. Well, we almost had more bad times. Okay. We almost had another victim to the woke mob. Oh, we went uh, from... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost, I said. Okay, good. Because these are supposed to be good times, Adam. These were... Uh, I think they came out on Twitter. These were tweets. <laughs> tell, tell me they canceled the wokes. And they say, it's already beginning. I just bought a Snickers, my favorite treat, might I add. And it came out completely smooth. I'm disgusted. I am shocked. I need to be alone right now. <laughs> I'm lost. The next one, the next tweet is... Who took the dick vein out of out of Snickers? <laughs> Tommy, I'm here to report that our beloved dick vein remains a signature feature of our Snickers bars. They are not removing the dick vein. <laughs> this is the Adam. Our to name podcast today, Adam. <laughs> they are not removing the dick vein from our beloved Snickers bars. Perhaps there was a bit of melting or a, a manufacturer oh, error in wow. that particular smooth Snickers. But rest assured, the next time you open your package and you look at your Snickers, a dick vein will be there Adam, presenting itself. Let me ask you this, Adam, real quick. Is there a picture to go with that tweet? I don't have a picture. Oh, damn it. You have it in your mind. You know what that dick vein looks yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my favorite story oh, of the week Adam, you know, what can I tell you, my friend? <laughs> I think we're going to call it, Adam <laughs> Oh, there is nothing better than this Gonzalo Gonzalo, my good friend, thank you Thank you Thank you Oh Great work today Between, uh Between everything you've done, I would say That is the, uh Icing on the cake, Adam. <laughs> no doubt about it. I loved it. It was epic.
caught me completely. I'm thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Shit! Adam, take it away, my friend. You got anything else, Tommy? I don't have a damn thing. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. Yes. Keep in mind, life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when you're online and tell a friend or an enemy. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is April 23, 2022. <laughs> you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name <laughs> Podcast. Remember to always play it often. Play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakola Promotions. Yeah. Which are the Kansas. Dadakola Promotions.